Welcome back to another Untitled Sundance Review. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rohrbeck, alongside he's allergic to tomatoes, but he's tomato meter approved, Eric Marchin. Matt, I have a little bit of a jock itch. You know Giddy what I'm up, saying? pal. It's <laughs> jockey time. Yes, today we are reviewing Clint Bentley's Jockey, uh, starring Clifton Collins Jr., Molly Parker, and Moses Arias. Moises. Moises. Moises Arias. Aries. Aries, fuck me. Um, I, I apologize. Um, which just won an award at Sundance right before we started recording this. Could that award be for Best Actor? Twas, Eric. It won the U.S. Dramatic Special Jury Award for Best Actor for Clifton Collins Jr. And good for him. He's why are good these awards movie. titles so long? Like, it's yeah. just like, why can't it just be called Best, I guess, best like, Actor they have, at Sundance? I think because they have different juries, so they kind of have to say who gave him the award. Right. It's our first Sundance, everyone. We're learning. And obviously, I'm learning how to pronounce people's names. The last review, we just reviewed um, uh, Nina Tyberg's uh, Pleasure. I actually did my research before that one, um, so I gotta I gotta be better. So, anyways, uh, jockey Eric. Yeah, so jockey. Um, I I feel almost like it's easy to synopsize this in a way that is to compare it to other movies. The that, wrestler, <laughs> the wrestler, the rider, Nomadland, even Sound of Metal. Uh, most recently, you take a story that's centered around a character who is kind of, you know, seen better days and, and, and is, you know, kind of in the latter part of their career, but also is starting to pay the price physically in one way or another for um, all the damage that they've done to their body, whether it be wrestling or loud music, you know, working with loud music all the time or riding horses. Um, and with this movie, you have the ubiquitous character actor, Clifton Collins Jr. The titular jockey. The titular jockey. But I said ubiquitous because he's a character actor that's been in so many movies for so long. He started working with like, you know, his name originally was Clifton Gonzalez Gonzalez. And he was in, you know, like movies like Stuart Gordon's Fortress. And then obviously... You know, into the into the nineties and two thousands, he started to kind of make a bigger name for himself, and and probably the the most well known role is is uh, he starred opposite the late Philip Seymour Hoffman in Capote as uh, Perry Smith, and brought a lot of empathy to the role of a killer. Um, since then, I mean, more recently, he's popped up in Honey Boy, Waves, Westworld, Westworld, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, and he's one of those guys that's always good and is never really picky with what role he gets, whether it be big or small, but he's usually always supporting. This time he gets a lead in this movie and he plays, again, a veteran jockey who is physically ailing and isn't really ready to you know, turn in yet and, and wants to kind of have one last maybe one or two last good seasons, but he won't face the fact that his body is telling him it's time to stop and he needs to see a doctor on top of that. 
he has some really interesting relationships, one with a horse trainer um, that he's been working with for years. And this is also played by another underrated uh, character actor uh, and Canadian, uh, Molly, Molly Parker, Parker. Yeah. Um, who's in uh, Pieces of a Woman right now. You can see that she's in the best. She's always great, too, when she pops up. In oh, fame. yeah, always. I mean, she, she was great in, even like in House of Cards and things like that as well. And, and, and again, just a really wonderful, underrated character actor. Um, and then also we discover that uh, Collins Jr.'s character may or may not be the father of an up-and-coming jockey who's been asking around about him in uh, on a track in Phoenix, Arizona. That's where the movie takes place. And it's all shot in the magic hour in the mornings and evenings. Um, and that young jockey is Moises Aries, um, who's probably best known for movies like Ender's Game. He was the villain in that. Um, Five Feet Apart, he was the, you know, stereotypical gay best friend in that movie. But then he gave this amazing, disturbing, menacing performance in uh, Alejandro Landis's Monos, which I highly recommend people check out, which was also a Sundance movie a, a couple years ago. Um, and sort of the dynamic between them. And it's, you know, we were talking about pleasure and how the idea that, you know, the filmmaker is immersing you in, you know, the, the, the world of, of, you know, the track and jockey culture and jockey life. This is very much doing the same thing where it's also bringing a lot of, you know, non-actors and sort of placing them against the, the, the three sort of main actors and sort of seeing how those interactions play out with kind of a, a, a narrative through line that plays. And I think the, 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 the biggest sort of weakness of this movie or, or criticism I have is just that we've seen this movie so many times before. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, it has to be new or innovative it could just do it really well which it does and i think that like the, the the strong suit of this movie is collins jr and molly parker and moises aries i just think you know at times it just feels like we've, we've too familiar yeah yeah it, it it basically treads on you know familiar track and um yeah. it, it just it's just one of those movies where like maybe if i hadn't seen the rider which also kind of covers similar ground about a, you which know, I haven't yet. Yeah. So, which is about yeah. a former rodeo um, sort of performer who literally can't do this anymore. And because like he, you know, he got into an accident and um, his body is just not cooperating with him and he cannot ride a horse anymore. And it's like, how do you, what do you do after that? Cause these guys like just, they, they can't or yeah. won't do anything else. Yeah, I think that's, uh, I, I agree with everything that you're saying. Um, I think Clifton Collins Jr. Um, was excellent in the movie and, and, and definitely carries it. I alluded to The Wrestler. You alluded to many more movies on top of that. Um, but yeah, I think the movie looks really nice. I, I actually did like getting, you know, um, uh, into that culture because I guess when you're looking at horse racing or jockeys in general, you just, I'm like, oh, the horse is doing all the work. Like, they're not really athletes, right? Like it's, they're just sitting on a horse as it runs around. And what I really liked is like, I guess, again, ignorant people who don't pay attention to horse racing, but like, um, I just, I didn't realize what a toll it takes on their bodies and things like that. And I think that's really interesting to kind of see, again, I haven't seen the rider and, and, and things like that, but I, I did enjoy like what you're saying, being on the ground with these people, some of them that are actual, 
you know, jockeys and people in this industry and, and, and kind of seeing what it does to a person when you've been doing it for a very long time and, and how rough it is and how much of a toll it takes on you and, and, and that how much skill you need to, you know, actually, you know, ride one of these horses and make sure that it is the fastest. And, um, yeah, I think he's excellent in it. It's really a, uh, you know, a, a performance driven movie. Uh, it still really looks nice and things like that. But, um, to your point, Eric, yeah, it is a movie that feels very familiar, something that we've seen a bunch of times. So it does kind of need to rely on a really great performance to maybe keep your attention, which it does. But then that's where some of the negatives come in where you're like, okay, I, I kind of know where this movie's going. I've seen this a bunch of times. And even though I'm kind of interested in this, jockey culture and Clifton Collins Jr. is very good. Um, it can't kind of, you know, uh, get over that, you know, hump of like that familiarity that you get from all of those other movies. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And even with the magic hour stuff, like it looks very nice, but it almost becomes a little bit tedious after a while because it's all shot either in the early morning or as the sun is about to set at night. To be fair, Nomadland almost does that too, but but there are some stuff during the broad daylight, like and but and you don't get sick of it there because it's just absolutely stunning. Yeah, but like, and this is great looking stunning. too. It's just that it feels like almost that was part of the experiment of this, or this is like like that's what it's trying to do to set itself apart from those other movies we talked about where it's like, okay, we're going to make this challenge where we're going to shoot the whole thing in that time, that, that window, that very specific window, because there's a couple night shots, but for the most part, the, the entire movie does play, take place during those hours. So it's like, okay, like, what are you going to remember from this movie after watching it? You know, uh, months, years from now, Clifton Collins Jr.'s performance, Molly Parker's performance, and the way that it was shot. I think um, Clint uh, Bentley, who is the director, he, I mean, he also mentioned it in the intro. He's paying tribute to his father specifically, who was a jockey. And, and like you said, like I think there's a certain amount of ignorance that is comparable to wrestling where you think like, Oh, it's just all a show or they don't really do anything other than sit on the horse, but it does take a physical toll. And like, you know, them talking about all the different, you know, like there's a group meeting that these guys have at one point and, you know, like Clifton Collins jr. Is just basically sitting there and listening to these guys talk about like all, um, you know, the physical trauma they've endured over the years and like what, the results and repercussions of those things are, you know, in, in, in terms of long-term, short-term and how that affects them both, you know, their livelihood and just their health. And it's sad. And it's, it's, it's almost weirdly like, you know, jockeys are even more disposable than, you know, wrestlers because at least, and it's not a great thing, but like wrestlers can, you know, at least kind of bask in some sort of like, you know, fandom culture or conventions, yeah. but yeah. it's almost like Charisma once you're done, and stuff like yeah, that. once you're done as a jockey, it doesn't really feel like there's like a fan base or something that's going to like, you know, to a very small group of people probably, but yeah, yeah, but that's probably even like really small where at least wrestling is, is, is an industry onto itself. But I mean, still, there's a lot of problems with that industry as well and oh, i'm sure totally. you know 10 times more about that than i do um and then the other thing i thought was really interesting it was how the characters work out so there's a whole sequence where you learn the different ways in which uh collins jr because he's trying to ride this this new horse that uh molly parker's character uh has acquired uh, dido that is like this one in a lifetime kind of horse that any jockey would would die to ride and you kind of learn like you know like you have to have this much weight or or be this thin and having met and and talked to clifton collins jr in real life he's this like really tiny like skinny guy and you can tell that he put on 
um, a bit of muscle. weight for this role. Yeah, some muscle. So, um, yeah, and and again, it's just a really lovely spotlight. And you know, before this, I think my main like sort of exposure to jockeys was that episode of the Simpsons where like the yeah. was, like, jockeys are like actually underground trolls. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm trying to think too. I I, I guess I. Oh, Sea Biscuit, I guess, would be like the the closest thing movie wise, but it's not necessarily about jockey culture as it is more so about like this horse that kind of defined you more know classic sp- sports movie sports I movie yeah say. where this yeah. is about sort of the ins and outs of being a jockey and what it means to be a jockey and sort of the levels as well like you know jockeys have to report to horse trainers and horse trainers have to report to owners and you feel the pressure of you know having to win or do well enough because again like it trickles down so there's this hierarchy there as well yeah no i i'm i'm totally on board um i was gonna make a pun earlier but now i definitely forgot it <laughs> some sort of horse pun or nay. jockey pun ah. uh, i'm gonna give the movie a three out of five i think it's a solid three though um i i do really think i don't oh i was gonna no it's bad I'm, i'll tell you after um i was gonna make another joke but it's probably inappropriate for the type of movie this is um I don't want to say it over and over again, but Clifton Collins Jr.'s performance really carries the entire thing. I think you should because he's a guy that does not get yeah. the credit that he deserves. And that's what I, I, I do love movies like this that take a, a really great character actor and then showcase that, hey, they can lead a movie as well, yeah. um, which I think that's how it overcomes a lot of its shortcomings with um, um, some of the you know more conventional kind of – Or how it gallops uh, over them. Yeah, yeah, there's other puns we could use too. But anyways, three out of five. I think it's a solid three though um, with a great performance. Same. Solid three, well-made, well-directed – with three great performance in particular Clifton Collins Jr who is a guy that you know has always been working and will always continue to do really great you know work and and it's just nice to appreciate you know him Agreed. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, you can check out all of our other Sundance coverage right here on Untitled Movie Reviews. So please go back and see all the uh, listen to all the different movies we covered at the festival, and even all the movies we covered uh, in 2020 and 2021 recently. Um, lots of stuff that you guys can be watching at home right now, and I'm sure Eric and I uh, covered it. And if we haven't, let us know, and maybe we'll watch it after this is over. Um, Please go check out our other two podcasts, uh, the Untitled Movie Podcast and Untitled Movie Conversations. Uh, if you would be so kind to drop us a review on the, that trilogy of podcasts, any one of them or preferably all three, if you have a spare moment or two. Um, and then follow us on all of the social medias at Untitled underscore cast. Uh, as always, my name is Matt Rohrbeck. You can find more of my work around the internet, but mostly at UntitledMoviePodcast.com. And you can follow me on all of those social medias at Matt Rohrbeck. And I'm Eric Marchin. You can find more of my video reviews at rogerstv.com slash cinemascene and on the social medias at EM6211. Until next time. Let's ride into the sunset. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>